a different perspective, a new insight into life, a nugget of positivity, and a hidden truth, and maybe an amusement for you. Welcome to From My Standpoint, a twice-a-month podcast with your host, Josh C. Jones. Is it acceptable? Part 3, Segregation. So let's just get right into the conversations going on right now in the recesses of people's minds and tackle one of these is it acceptable questions. You know what, actually, I want to play that new opening again. Let me just play that. Put on your life jacket of free and independent thought, which is only provided by natural right, and inflate your pumps with the breath of the creator and fill the tank with independence and buckle up in the wave craft of liberty and get ready to ride the waves of political incorrectness on the sea of free speech as our perceptions get tossed about and hopefully we will all arrive on the shores of truth together. All right, I'm happy now. All right, show's over. I'm just kidding. All right, let's get into this, shall we? Is it acceptable or not? The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the official views of any entity mentioned. It is ultimately your choice. I cannot make that choice for you. No one can really make that choice for you. It is ultimately your choice. You have been given free will. All of us have been given free will. So is it acceptable or not? And right now we're talking about segregation. Oh, no, you don't. Just a word alone is often enough to light a blazing wildfire of negative flames from those who do not accept such a word, especially from, to them, an unacceptable source. Oh, uh, yep. And folk often don't accept uh, the source of the sources of the other uh, folk opposing side. Oh, uh, yep. What do you mean, opposing side? Opposing is to resist. Resist is to counteract. Counteract is to restrain or reduce the effectiveness of. To restrain is to challenge. People often do not like to have their ideas or beliefs or perceptions or lifestyles challenged. Oh, oh yep. And then sources could be a color, a party, a perceived intelligence, or uh, any reason, uh, especially if them source and reason required them to change them life, uh, uh, instead of uh, just changing them source to fit them chosen life and opinion. Oh, uh, uh, yep. That is true. Why would people not like to be challenged? Well, there might be many reasons for that random voice of questions, but um, to me, I think sometimes it would mean that they would not get what they want. And what they want is, to them, deemed more important and more valuable than, well, you. And in a lot of cases, it is deemed more important and more valuable than God himself. Does being challenged mean you are wrong? Oh, no, no, no. Not always, no. I mean, I remember a time where our schools used to openly welcome challenge. They used to encourage the exercise of free thought and free speech. Uh, they used to allow the students to choose their own faith and their own political beliefs. Well, you know, based on their upbringing from their parents, and then when they were of age, they can choose their own. But a lot of times up until that point, you're living on borrowed stuff from your parents, but it should be, you know, the parents bringing it up, not the state or government-run education. Anyway, uh, let me get back to that. But they used to allow the students to choose their own faith and their own political beliefs. Because, yeah, there used to be this thing called parents or parental rights over their own children. 
But instead, questions have, as of lately, in the last couple years really, they have really been seen as dissent. And dissent has been seen as, well, just look up my old uh, episode, Manipulation. And uh, this dissent has been uh, met with force, which is, uh, well, questions, you know, have been seen as dissent and met with force, such as punishment, cancellation, uh, derogatory and misused words, being called intolerant, deplorable. Remember that we had that point where parents were asking questions of the school board, and the school board and even our current administration at the time of this episode were calling the parents domestic terrorists. Questions mean people do not have all the answers, which is true of all of us. None of us have all the answers. And questions mean a person is thinking outside the industrial or political box and seeking answers. They're seeking the truth. They're uh, seeking their own faith, not just forced, manipulated, or borrowed knowledge or faith. And, and many people do not like that. In our current culture and climate, I mean, just post something opposite of the mainstream narrative on your uh, social media, and most likely you'll see what I'm talking about. Now, in this instance, we are talking about uh, bringing up a concern or question or different idea. But to do that, you cannot silence opposing viewpoints, perceptions, ideas, or information. You cannot silence free speech. So, I could not force you to be quiet just because I don't like or want to hear what you have to say? Well, that's a choice you have to make for yourself. I mean, I guess you, you could, but I would say not if you really want to learn or to try to learn or to try to understand and not if you truly believe in free speech. Now, there is only one truth. And, and it says in 1 John 4, 1, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. But to even try to understand why another would choose such a path why another would choose, quote-unquote, their truth over the truth, then we must cherish free speech and a desire to learn. And here, I, I want to add this to you, and I may say it multiple times, but your truth, my truth, their truth, those are all just opinions. It's just fancy, clever words to say opinions, because there is only one truth. So, is it acceptable to control you, your speech, your questions, and your life if I think you should not be able to talk about something because of uh, your I ideology or your color? Um, well, that's actually a really good question, Random Voice of Questions, but I would say that would depend on who you ask. But for me, I think that would most likely be prejudice and discriminatory, and people would often, I think, uh, say that is racist. Such as, um, and this is not the first time I have brought this or other questions up, but the reaction is typically the same from uh, certain people, and that is not always a good or positive one. Anyway, the topic of segregation. Is it acceptable? Is segregation acceptable? Now, I do believe that the majority of us would agree that segregation is not acceptable. It is a form of division. It dilutes the growth of a civilization mentally, uh, spiritually, emotionally, and it hinders any movement toward unity. Now, since I said the word unity, uh, let me tell you, complete unity, a utopia that a lot of people are looking for and trying to get with world governments, it is not possible on this fallen earth. Not until Jesus' return. 
However, we can combat this division of segregation by not forsaking the assembling of believers, all colors and all races, and the mixture of the two genders. And yes, I said two genders. I am not a biologist. I have to admit that. I am not a biologist, but I can tell you what a man is and what a woman is. And besides, if you have to be a biologist in order to determine that, then that right there tells you that basing the gender is based on biology. God made man and God made woman, and he made them in their own image. He formed them in the womb. He knew them, their inmost parts, before they were born. So, I mean, if you don't believe in that, then you're already calling the Bible a lie and God a liar. Now, is that acceptable to say? I think it is. But for you, you have to make that choice for yourself. So let me get back to the topic here. Segregation of color and race and denominations of true Christ followers and this, is, uh, this segregation is true of the world as well, not just Christians or believers. It's true of the world, everyone in the world. It often produces less understanding, less compassion, less of a victor mentality, less spiritual growth, but instead it produces more fear, more ignorance, more division, more anger, more hatred, more covetedness, more loathing, more selfishness, more self-centeredness, more wickedness, and it greatly increases the chances of developing a victim mentality. Now, I see segregation as another type of echo chamber. Now, although these chambers, they are reassuring for each of us, you and I included all of us, they are reassuring for each of us, and they do sometimes help us learn and go deeper in the beliefs of that echo chamber of which we choose to hold. They do little good to challenge us to learn, to grow, to understand, to experience, or to build relationships with anyone outside of that said echo chamber. And as Jonathan Swift said, it is the folly of too many to mistake the echo of a London coffee house for the voice of the kingdom. What does that have to do with echo chambers? <laughs> Everything, random voice of questions. At least in this example, I think it does. Uh, by seeing things from a different perspective, we are able to grow our understanding and grasp new knowledge and ideas. That does not mean you change your chosen foundation. Because like I said, mine is the Holy Bible and it is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It is absolute. It does not change. No matter what you think or what I think or society or culture or the centuries say, it stays the same. But seeing things from a different perspective does help us grow in our understanding and grasp new knowledge and ideas. For instance, this quote that Jonathan Swift said, It is the folly of too many to mistake the echo of a London coffeehouse for the voice of the kingdom. I perceive it like this. It is the folly, and that is, it is foolish, it is costly, of too many to mistake the echo of a London coffeehouse. And that is the echoes of their favorite and chosen chamber to drink the caffeine of self-indulgent pride for the voice of the kingdom. And to me, that is the absolute, the truth. So in other words, I think it's saying one is foolish to solely and always segregate themselves in their echo chamber and then believe they know the thoughts of others and what is best for others during this life on this earth. Only God knows that. Only God knows what is best for us. And he gives us a guide in his book, the Holy Bible. And we are just called to preach his good word. We are all unique in our perceptions. We are all unique in our experiences. We are all unique in our knowledge and our gifts. And in many other areas, we are all unique. 
However, for a lot of people, segregation is acceptable if it is self-inflicted. Yeah, I'm going to say that again. For a lot of people, segregation is acceptable if it is self-inflicted. For example, this is an, just an example here, and if you're listening, I want you to insert your skin color here. So insert your skin color and then what I'm going to say. That'll help you visualize what I'm getting at here. So for example, insert your skin color. Only church. Only college. Only award show. Only month. Only channel. Only hall of fame. Only award, etc. Sure, it sells. It is a great marketing tool. That it is. It is a great marketing tool toward those who, with our earthly eyes, we view as the only ones who look like us. But it is still segregation. It is self-segregation. Is it wrong? Well, that depends. Uh, would you be okay with it if another color or race did the exact same thing? If not, then it might just be wrong for you to do it. If yes, well, only you can truly answer that question, because everyone must make that choice for themselves. Now, for a lot of people, segregation is never acceptable for some, even if it is self-inflicted. Isn't that kind of discriminatory? Maybe. I mean, that would depend on the reasons, I guess, random voice of questions and who you ask. Can you give me an example of what this is? Well, that would depend on what your definition of is, is. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, whatever. That was a dumb joke. Anyway, how about this random voice of questions? How about this one? Is it acceptable to say to other people, and again, for this example, you can think in terms of uh, skin color, if that helps you visualize. So if you're black, say black. If you're white, say white. If you're red, say red. If you're brown, say brown. And I'll get into the reason I said the colors in a, later in another episode, trust me. Is it acceptable to say to others who are like you that we should only do business with those who are like us? I don't know. Is it? Well, how about if they said we should only work with those like us? Or if they said we should only hire people who look like us? Or what about if they said we should build a community of only those like us? The only businesses, workers, residents, families, etc. in this community should be those like us. All others we should refuse and push out. Isn't that an unacceptable form of segregation? I mean, wouldn't that be discriminatory and possibly prejudiced toward those not like you? Well, again, I mean, that would all depend on who you ask and who who is actually saying these things, because we all must make that choice for ourselves. But why should it be acceptable for some to talk and live like that, but not others? Well, possibly, you know, for the same reason self-segregation is acceptable for one, but not another. I don't know. Oh, this sort of thing sounds like it comes from the very same place as another. Oh, you know, folk outside and folk inside sometimes seem to wear the same hat. Oh, it's just in a different color. <laughs> um... Yeah, sometimes, random voice of common sense. Sometimes. But that depends on who you ask, right? We rationalize and justify our divided thoughts, so our perception is not changed. Our self-righteous enlightenment is not fractured. Our imposed learning is not challenged. Our character is not sacrificed. And our agenda is not undermined. So, in short, random voice of questions, in short means not long. Alright, fine, I'm going to stop with those dumb jokes. But I do think that answer is yes, random voice of questions.
Can you give us a real-life example of this? Maybe one you've personally heard and witnessed? Oh, okay. So you mean like, um, like one where a crowd of like people of the same color are cheering uh, stuff like we just sat on, and business leaders, community leaders, and potential political leaders are speaking of things like we just mentioned and went over? Could you? I already did. Where did you hear that? Oh yeah, I didn't just hear it, I watched it in person. It was at the end. The crowd was cheering them on. Uh, oh, weren't there other questions and conversations for this series? <laughs> yes, and we will surf those waves in the next episode. And now, what you've all been waiting for, it's the wisdom of Dad Joke. Segregation is wrong, but then again, that is up to you to decide for yourself if you find it acceptable or not. Segregation not only divides, but it helps the enemy conquer. It also reduces your math skills. I mean, think about it. Why can't a segregationist deal in higher math? Because they can't integrate. This has been From My Standpoint a podcast to find a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, encouraging and enlightening insight, entertaining a new perspective, and providing an amusement for you. We hope you were entertained, encouraged, enlightened, and enjoyed the show.